The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is February 4th, 2020. Pretty amazing how time flies. Um, today would have been my grandmother's 109th birthday. So I just thought I would share that because it just hit me February 4th. Uh, and she was awesome, man. The the prototypical Italian grandma, all the homemade food. She was the best. So thanks for looking down on us up there, Grandma. And if you haven't guessed by now, I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. And uh, I am excited to go over this four-game slate. It's a little light slate tonight on a Tuesday. Uh, everybody, I think, was recovering uh, from the Super Bowl yesterday, and we had a really awesome 10-game uh, slate and uh, really appreciated all the tweets and different things that came in. Sounds like uh, everybody was did pretty darn good with uh, from listening to the podcast yesterday. Uh, I know I had uh, my second best day of the entire NBA season so far with uh, a yeah, top 1% finish pretty much across the board. Almost took down the FanDuel uh, 9,999 contest. Uh, just missed uh, by a couple of points, but it was a top uh, 10 finish. So that was cool. So it's good to know that uh, all this hard work uh, pays off. So, you know, keep on grinding out there. Keep playing the right contests. You know, I always gear my stuff to cash, but, you know, I consider most of my lineups to be quote-unquote hybrid lineups. I generally will play them uh, in cash and then choose a couple of uh, big hitter uh, GPPs like the 999 and 777 on uh, on FanDuel and a couple different ones like that just, just in case – I get that nuts lineup, which I almost had yesterday. Uh, you know, I want to make sure it's uh, it, it's something that's a, a big impact. So, and I'm due for one of those uh, big hits. I've uh, I've had some really great days, and again, you don't have the the ten grand hits all the time when you play mainly cash. You're just looking to profit, you know, a, a sound profit every day, and that's what has helped me get to a 74% winning percentage this season, which includes actually the uh, FIBA, the preseason and regular season. I've just continued the stats right throughout. So uh, my goal is to get over 75%. That's really the target number for me. If I can do that, then I know I'm smashing, uh, smashing the year. So we are inching closer to that number for sure. Uh, I've definitely uh, had a, a huge push the last two weeks uh, from uh, 68% up to 73. So let's keep going. Let's keep this going. Uh, the, the smaller slates are always a little tougher for me generally. Not always. Again, it's slate dependent, value opening up and all that baloney. But I just seem to have 
I don't know if it's because I have to focus more on it or uh, there's an edge because, you know, I feel like we, we have a little bit better, better handle on, you know, a lot of teams where it tends to intimidate some folks. But, uh, but today we're dealt a four-game slate. It is an interesting slate. There's a ton of stars playing. There's actually more superstar high-priced guys in this four-game slate than there was in yesterday's 10. I know it seems bizarre, but we have Giannis, we have James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, uh, the Joker, and Dame. All those guys play tonight. None of them played last night. So uh, that creates a very interesting scenario here of, you know, what what chalk do you put in and what chalk do you not play? Uh, that's really how uh, what it's going to come down to. All right. We will go through our normal process here of uh, looking at the lines and the totals. Uh, I want to add, and, and the injuries, I'll do that here uh, in just a second, but I want to add in, since we, we have a smaller slate, I'd like to add in the uh, pace of play uh, updates for these uh, eight teams and the team defensive efficiency, just to as a check-in, since we don't have as many uh, teams to deal with today, I think it'd be a good refresher reminder of where some of these are uh, teams are regarding pace uh, and regarding de uh, team defensive efficiency. So uh, before we get started, I want to thank our presenting sponsor, MyBookie. Go to mybookie.ag and put in the promo code TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, and they will match half of your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. So the max free money you can get if you uh, put in $2,000, they will give you 1000 free MyBookie bucks that you, uh, real bucks that you can bet. So uh, it's a great deal, and they do a fantastic job. Great customer service, very quick payouts. Um, I've actually... I uh, had a membership ship at my bookie for at least four years, a little more than that, maybe. So, uh, you know, before they became a presenting sponsor for us, I had been a customer of theirs for quite some time. So I really recommend them. Also, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. We absolutely love our Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee here at Hoopball. Uh, and I would recommend you uh, look them up on Amazon couple of clicks and you will have a nice fresh box of Hawaiian Isles Kona coffee at your doorstep the next day. All right, injuries for today. We have Pat Connington. He is playing. He was uh, injured, had an injured ankle prior, but he is back today. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is doubtful for New Orleans. Uh, it does not look like he will suit up. So, you know, it does hurt uh, the depth a little, maybe increases some of the, the guards' minutes uh, that have been playing in front of them. P.J. Washington remains questionable for this game. And, uh, you know, it's either been Marvin Williams or Dwayne Bacon that has taken his place uh, in, the, in the starting lineup when he has been out. So keep an eye on that. He's 50-50 to play. Alex Caruso is probable for the Lakers, as is Anthony Davis. 
He's played every time he's had a probable tag this year. Denver remains dinged up. Michael Porter Jr. is out and will miss this uh, matchup with Portland tonight. And we do have a questionable tag on Jamal Murray. He's missed multiple games here with a, a badly sprained ankle, but he is listed 50-50 questionable. Uh, so again, you know, keep an eye on that one because that makes a big difference for Denver. Uh, Austin Rivers has been ruled in. Um, Russell Westbrook is doubtful. Um, he sprained his left thumb, and uh, they are basically saying he more than likely will sit this one out. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. And we also know that Clint Capella is out. Um, he's been sidelined with a right heel contusion for three of the last four games. And he's also uh, been mentioned in quite a few trade uh deals that may come through. So that is all of the injuries today, much less obviously with only four games. So that's a little bit of a help. A uh, big thing I want to remind everybody though, here we're sitting here at Tuesday at lunchtime and the NBA trade deadline uh, ends on Thursday. So the next couple of days, today, Wednesday, and some of Thursday, uh, you will see some trades happening in the league. Uh, there's been a ton of rumors of uh, some possible trades that are happening throughout uh, the league. And I think, uh, you know, it's going to have a big impact. So we, we really do have to uh, keep an eye out because it never fails. You know, somebody will be pulled or sit or if they're thinking about trading them, you know, I'm even suspicious on Capella. I mean, is it that right heel or is it they want to sit him for a few games, make sure he doesn't get injured if they're going to move him? So, uh, you know, biggest caution, I guess, has to come in if you're playing the sites that do not have late swap like FanDuel uh, and Fantasy Draft, then it's a little more risky if you've heard trade rumors of some of these guys and you roster them and they're in a late game and all of a sudden they get scratched mysteriously because they may get traded or did get traded, uh, you're really screwed. So I would recommend, you know, being a little cautious just today, Wednesday. By Thursday night's games, we'll know where everything sits. So it's only tonight's slate and tomorrow night's slate where you have to really be cautious. So, you know, the, the guys that have been coming up over and over again – are guys like Andre Drummond, uh, Luke Kennard now has been mentioned multiple times. Um, uh, there's there's some some guys that aren't as at as uh, you know popular picks, but Hassan Whiteside possibly. Uh, so read you know keep an eye on the rumors, keep an eye on our our fantasy uh, uh, hoopball fantasy uh, DFS thread in our forums because we'll be putting up any trades that happen or any information that goes there. But uh, don't let it blow up your slate uh, tonight or tomorrow. Keep a close eye on that. So that that is important. All right, first game, 7.30. That's the other note to make. It's a 30-minute later start than normal. So that's good for everybody that rushes to get those lineups in. Uh, it's the Milwaukee Bucks at the New Orleans Pelicans. Milwaukee's a six and a half point favorite. 
<clears throat> and the over-under is a crazy-ass 245. So I guess we have to stack the hell out of this game. I mean, it is almost 20 points higher than any other game on the slate for a total. So I don't see with that many DFS points up for grabs if it's even close to what Vegas predicts, and they're always right, you know, usually close to it. Uh, you've got to have, you know, if you're building nine guys on FanDuel and you don't have at least four from this game, I think you may be in trouble. So a forced stack tonight, in my opinion, on, on this four-game slate, just based on that humongous uh, over-under. Um, okay, the as far as the pace of play, Milwaukee's first in the league. They're still uh, fastest team, a 107 pace, uh, which is the real deal. Uh, the Pelicans are now fourth, uh, 105.8. So that's why you have one of the biggest, if not the biggest over under of the entire season. Uh, the defensive side, it's interesting though. You've got Milwaukee who still remains first. Uh, they are holding teams to 99 points a game, uh, which is first in the league. And, uh, you know, that, that gives you a little nervous about the Pelicans guys, but, uh, the Pelicans are 22nd at, uh, one point uh 108 so that's uh you know definitely got to look at milwaukee guys uh you know if Giannis is going to be your big pay up guy i think that's very reasonable uh in a game like this um i think middleton has to stay in play he's been uh red hot of late and uh you know even bledzo a little bit and uh you know, the guy that carried me uh, in the last slate, uh, Mr. Brooke Lopez, threw a 50-burger up on the board. So he, in, a, in the right spot, is also a, a terrific play, and this very well uh, could be uh, that spot as well. Uh, on the Pelican side, uh, I think you have to look at the two main guys. For me, well, I guess I'll say three still. Uh, for me, it's, it's always uh, Ingram and Zion, and Drew Holiday as well has to be considered in that top elite bunch. But, uh, you know, again, those guys, none of those guys I mentioned, the six guys, three on each side are cheap. So, you know, it is going to cost some salary here, but I think it's going to be salary well spent. Um, I don't think you need to go to the dumpster dive guys and try to squeeze in, you know, a DiVincenzo or a Josh Hart or anything like that. Uh, generally, the way it's been, I mean, yesterday, like I say, I had a top 10 finish, uh, you know, and I put 400 fantasy points on the board. So in the old days, if you had 400, man, you won the damn thing. And you know, I finished eighth, which out of, you know, a thousand people or whatever is still, or even more than that, I believe, but it's still pretty damn good. However, you know, it goes to show you 400, man. You, I did not have a guy under 30 fantasy points out of all nine guys in my lineup. So, you know, the days that you can roster a guy and he's low, low salary and you can get by with him, you know, at 18 and a half fantasy points because, uh, you know, it, it helps roster construction. I get it. I've done it. But, you know, if you're playing GPPs, it, it, it's a hard pill to swallow. You really have to more so go for it. In cash, you can still get away with that. You know, if you want to stack, 
uh, and go more stars and scrubs. It's still uh, very viable in cash. But I'm telling you, with the soft pricing, especially on, on sites like FanDuel, uh, you know, you really can't afford any uh, guys that are, that are just cheap that aren't going to quite get you there uh, unless you really believe they're going to be 90% owned and then you can use them as a blocker, that's okay. But for the most part, you gotta, you know, you gotta go after the guys. They're gonna get it done and then find value in other places. And not value that stinks like an Etwan Moore, but like let yesterday, for example, uh, you know, I knew that uh, Kemba and Marcus Smart were out. And so I fired up uh, Wanamaker which was seemed risky to people um, with him coming off the bench, but uh, you know, he was, he was 10 X. So, you know, if you have the right feel for the right guy that opens up in a value spot like that, uh, that's where you can really make uh, a difference as opposed to trying to squeeze in a guy that, you know, his ceiling is super, super low. Um, you know, it's generally the guys like Wanamaker that never get to play 25, 30 minutes consistently, that if they do get out there and get the 30 or 32 minutes, uh, that potential to do exactly what he did, you know, 10x is is there. Where if it's a, an old veteran guy that, you know, you know he's sort of capped, uh, you want to steer clear of him. Okay, game two. It's an 8 o'clock game. Charlotte Hornets at the Houston Rockets. Houston is a 13.5-point favorite, so there is the potential of a blowout here. Uh, the uh, total is 223. So a Houston Rockets game, and it's 22 points lower. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, 22 points lower than the Bucks Pelicans. Isn't that nuts? Um, but it is what it is. Pace-wise, Houston is second fastest in the league. So, you know, like I say, they're no slouch as far as getting up and down the floor. But uh, Charlotte, not quite as quick. Uh, has they have, where are they on here? Um, thought they were lower. I don't see Charlotte. Oh my God, they're last. I guess that's why I don't see them. They have slipped below Denver. So that definitely puts a little bite into uh, Houston speed there, considering they're going to be at a pace down all the way to the dead last team in pace in the league. So something to be... Uh, very cautious of there. Defensively, uh, Houston is sitting at uh, number 15. I would say that's sort of middle of the road, considering there's 30 teams. So uh, that's not too shabby, um, but not you know nothing to really worry about. Charlotte is 28th, so they're third worst defense in the league as well. Uh, definitely a tough game to figure, you know, with Westbrook probably sitting. It's, you know, even though it's against the slowest team in the league, there's no question Harden has to make most lineups. I mean, Capella's out as well. So, you know, the dude's going to shoot the ball, you know, probably 30 times without Westbrook and Capella out there. Um, and, you know, Harden's going to be making my, my uh, lineup by default. He really is. I know there's other stars, but I, I just usage-wise, you know, he leads the league in usage. And now Westbrook and Capella aren't playing. So what is his usage number going to be tonight against Charlotte? 42, 
44. I mean, it's going to be outlandish. So uh, I don't see how you sit them. Um, I forgot to mention the implied totals in that Milwaukee game. Let me do that. Milwaukee's a ridiculous 126. So you got a, two or three guys from Milwaukee. Easy. Pelicans 119 and a half. In this uh, Hornets versus Rockets game, the implied totals 118 and a half for Houston and 105 for Charlotte. So, again, a very playable game. Certainly uh, going to be difficult, you know, spending a decent amount of salary in that first game and then putting uh, Harden in from there. Uh, I can tell you that my lineups are not going to see many of the studs from Portland, Denver, San Antonio Lakers, which there's some studs, man. So I don't know. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough uh, night. I'm not uh, loving this slate, to be honest with you. I think it's it's uh, a little a little rough. So I will be going lighter than normal, even even though I'm coming off a really good night. I just, you know, just a lot of ands, ifs, and buts uh, in this uh, field tonight so um okay let's go to the other game at uh no that's at nine o'clock so there's a 7 30 and eight and this is the nine and then there's a 10 o'clock uh uh sweat game hammer game late the nine o'clock game is portland at denver the amazing dame lillard who's had five games in a row in the 70s plus in fantasy, yes, I said in the 70s plus uh, five games in a row, he's been absolutely unconscious. Unconscious. Um, all right, the Nuggets are four and a half point favorite. The total is 225 and a half, 115 implied for Denver, 110 and a half uh, for Portland. Uh, here's where it becomes a little interesting, though. Um, Portland is the 11th fastest paced team in the league, which is solid, but Denver's 29th. So they are definitely going to slow down the, uh, possessions by Portland. And because of the, the money that I've spent in these first two games, uh, I am not going to play Dame. And I'm embarrassed to say that because how do you sit a guy that's had five straight games with 75 plus fantasy points? I, I don't know, but uh, Denver does play solid D. Um, you know, the game's in Denver, so you've got, you know, the home court advantage. You've got the ele elevation. You've got just, you know, plays that I think you can't steer, steer from. So if you play Dame, I, you know, I certainly, certainly wouldn't blame you, but I don't think I can I can make him fit today. And he made me a lot of money this past weekend, but that's uh, just where it is. Um, from the defensive efficiency side, Denver's ninth. So like I say, they are a top 10 defense uh, in the league. Portland's all the way down to 26th. So it does bring guys into play in this game. You know, the Joker, certainly reasonable play, but a little too expensive for my taste. You know, guys like Will Barton are solid. We need to see if Jamal Murray is going to play or not, and if he does, if he's on a limits restriction. Uh, you certainly can fire up some of the uh, Blazers guys, C.J. McCollum, uh, Whiteside certainly in play, as well as Carmelo. I think any of those guys... 
uh, aren't top plays for me because they're in a pace down road game at Denver, uh, but you certainly can consider them. Okay, uh, again, I want to uh, just rec- uh, mention our presenting sponsor, MyBookie. MyBookie.ag is where you go. The promo code is today, T O D A Y, and they will uh, give you half of your first deposit free money to bet with so you take advantage of that even if you're a small player and you want to throw 50 bucks in there you know 25 free bucks is way better than a sharp stick in the eye i can tell you that and then take a shot at it um so they are great hawaiian isles kona coffee company uh order some french rose from them and uh you will not regret it that i promise you uh, you can listen to us seven days a week. Uh, you just search wherever podcasts are found in this world, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, just search NBA DFS Today or DFS Today. We will come up because of all of our fantastic listeners. Our uh, listenership has grown leaps and bounds uh, since this summer. And I really appreciate all of you tuning in every day. Uh, All we ever ask is that you take a few seconds, rate, review, subscribe, hit the five stars, give us a thumbs up on YouTube, uh, a like, uh, a a quick review if you can, a couple of positive words. All of that stuff means a lot to us. It means a lot to our sponsors. And as we look to continue to grow, uh, we want to keep this Uh, what I think is the best in the industry every day, seven day a week, uh, NBA DFS coverage free and in front of the paywall. uh, We really need uh, that constant support uh, from everybody and tweet at us as much as you can. Uh, There's four of us that are pros here with Hoopball on the DFS NBA side, and we are always active in Twitter. So you can catch me at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Mike is at M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Andrew at L-A-N-G-U-A-G-E-O-L-Y-M-P-I-C. That's Language Olympic. And Miles is at M-Y-L-E-S-6565. You can also connect by going to hoop-ball.com. Click on forms and the DFS thread. Our man Andy Gallagher is always updating everything there. Uh, our pros are also posting information on there on a regular basis. Um, so again, three-step method. I talk about it every show, but it's so important. I don't want anybody to skip any of the parts. Listen to the show during the day. Start getting an idea of building you know, a skeleton lineup. So get an idea of who you want to fade, who you're thinking you're going to go with. Uh, start developing that based on what you're hearing from us and uh, what information you're reading. And then, you know, that second step, following the news throughout the entire day, follow our Twitter feeds. You can also find us on Twitter uh, at Hoopball Fantasy. Uh, That is also through Hoopball. And uh, all our pros post on there as well. Uh, And, you know, that information is critical. You know, just like an example, a Jamal Murray, he's 50-50 right now. You need to know that information because it shifts a lot of things in that game. Is Murray playable if he's not on a player restriction? Is Amante Morris a guy you can still go to? Does Murray coming back take enough usage away from a guy like Barton? On and on, 
uh, you can dig in when you find out this information and it affects every slate. And then the third part is, you know, I don't know everybody's personal situation. I've played DFS for years. I've uh, had uh, real busy jobs as well. And there's, you know, the, you have to find the last 30 minutes before lock. Uh, you have to be in front of your phone or, or desktop or laptop or whatever you have to look at that news. Because the last 30 minutes, you're getting all the starting lineups for the first games. You're getting generally a flow of any other news of people that are going to be out or restricted. And it only takes one guy to blow up your entire board. Like, you know, if all of a sudden they say during the day Murray is probable and uh, you plug him in and then 15 minutes before lock, he's rolled out and you take a zero, uh, you might as well throw that right in the garbage because it's just too competitive uh, to be absorbing zeros, even in cash games, you just can't do it. So if, if you have to, uh, before you head out from work, if uh, you have to pull over, don't ever try to do it while you're driving. Uh, that can be a disaster for sure. It will be. So pull over, whatever, go to Starbucks uh, or get whatever you have to do to get in front of your uh, information there before lock and make sure that, you know, those lineups that you, uh, put in there the dummy lineups, which you have to do, by the way. If you try to sign up for contests right at the very end, you're going to get sh shitty contests. I mean, you, what you want to do is go in there early or throughout the day, choose the cash games or GPPs you want to play, put in a dummy skeleton lineup, whatever, and hold that spot. So then when you are ready to put your, your actual lineup in, you just need to go in and edit the, the players that are there. It's much quicker. It's much more efficient. You get the, the uh, exact contest that you want. So that is the process. And I would highly encourage that you guys utilize that. Um, you know, you don't win three out of four days like I do because uh, it's an accident or by luck. Um, it's very competitive. I mean, you have to follow it closely. You have to have discipline in how you're uh, what uh, contests you're getting in, and, uh, you know, you can't fly by the seat of your pants and just plug people in or go all in or anything like that because uh, uh, it's not going to work out. So, uh, again, it's the follow-through, the work ethic of doing it, the discipline of following it correctly, and I personally never play, uh, you know, more than 25% of my bankroll even on a, a day that I absolutely love it. I absolutely love the slate. Uh, and I and 25 is even a little high. Most of the pros will tell you 10 or 15% max, but you know, the, generally those guys have monster bankrolls they're working with. But you know, if you're the normal player and you have 250 bucks in your account, let's say, uh, you know, playing 50 bucks that night is a big chunk of money and I think it's plenty and you can hit some really good things. Uh, but you know, there's no guarantees. A guy can go out, you know, like I had, I would have taken down so much on Saturday. It makes you crazy. But what happened? Kyrie Irving, he hurt his knee. He, he wasn't playing that well anyway. And the combination Irving just, you know, at a high price just crushed me. You can't guess that somebody's going to hurt a knee and, and, you know, not play well. So don't overextend. Be smart. But, you know, go after. You can go after it a little aggressive on days you feel really good about it. But like today, for example, I'm a 10. This is a 10% day for me because uh, I'm not super confident. 
and uh, you know you don't want it uh, to to be a situation where uh, you know you're you're really really stressing about it because then it's it's not fun. You start chasing, and it's just not the way to do it. All right, last game: San Antonio Spurs at the L.A. Lakers. Lakers minus twelve, two twenty six and a half total implied for the Lakers one nineteen and a half. Spurs one oh seven and a half. We are looking at a pace uh, of play for these two teams. Lakers now are. Uh, where they at 12th, so a little bit better than middle of the pack. They have been picking it up a bit. Uh, the Spurs, believe it or not, are 15th, so people think they play super slow, uh, and they're great defensively, which like they've been for the last 25 years that, that uh, Pop's been there. But this year it's a little different. So you got a, a mid-level uh, pace for them, a little bit better for the Lakers, so that's good. And then you've got the scenario where the Lakers are fourth defensively. So you got to respect that. I mean, Davis, to me, uh, may be defensive player of the year. And then they've got those lockdown guards with, with Green and Bradley. And, I mean, it's they're tough defensively. Uh, San Antonio, on the other hand, they have improved greatly. They're 23rd, and it sounds really bad, but they were 29th uh, not that long ago. So to move up. 23rd says a little something they certainly have played a little bit better um you know as far as this game goes as you know you know with the way that my build is taking place today i am not going to have any anthony davis lebron money left over uh to play either one of those guys which is going to be tough and again that's part of the reason why it's a 10 percent day i mean it's going to be rough i may have the lead over a lot of my head-to-heads and stuff going into that last game, but I'm not going to be resting easy because I can guarantee you the majority of people are going to play either uh, LeBron or Davis. I doubt a lot of people will play both just because of the price, but you can pretty darn well bet, uh, you know, at least I am, that I'll be sweating out that last game on the opposite side of, you know, the guys I'm going against having Davis or LeBron. So it's a risk and you certainly can dial them up. Uh, you know, it's hard to ignore the fact that that Milwaukee-New Orleans game is almost 20-point higher total than this Spurs-Lakers game, and that does mean something. But, you know, and the Bucks are only a six-and-a-half-point favorite, whereas the Lakers are a 12-point favorite. So this game, you know, basically what Vegas is saying, this game pretty much has almost doubled the chance to blow out uh, based on, on those spreads. So... Keep that into consideration. I certainly think there are playable guys here. Uh, you know, this bit of a resurgence that the Spurs have have had have, have mainly been because of DeRozan and Aldridge have also stepped up. Uh, you know, there's a few other cheaper guys that you can play that usually always get you at least a solid amount of points in guys like Patty Mills. Um, you know, from the Lakers side, Kuzma's another guy, but he's also been talked about in some trade talks uh so i'm not sure exactly how that'll affect his play um you know but other than that you know i i guess stick to the main guys uh in that game and again i don't think you want to dig way down and gamble with you know the Derek whites of the world and Bryn forbes uh or even like an avery bradley it's just too risky uh you know, when, when you really have to get some solid numbers across the board. So 
Uh, again, big thing, keep, keep an eye on the news. Uh, follow that through to the end of the day, and that will help uh, finalize how we build out our slate. Okay, that's it. Simple little four-game four, uh, slate today. Uh, again, all, all the superstars are playing, so that should be fun. Uh, but be smart with, with what you're uh, playing, and uh, hope everybody crushes it out there. So uh, I will, I'm uh, recording this uh, during the day, like I do when I, like everybody knows, I do on my solo day so that I can give you up-to-date numbers and everything. But this evening, uh, uh, Tuesday evening, I'll be uh, recording the podcast with Mike Apatria for tomorrow's uh, Wednesday slate. Um, so that will be out first thing in the morning and the Wednesday slate has nine games on it. So, uh, you, you'll want to listen into that. If you're a real late night owl tonight, or, uh, that gives you an opportunity also to listen, maybe on your commute in the morning. All right. Well, we, I want to thank you again for joining us. Uh, it's been a fun hoopball NBA DFS today pod today for my three pros mike andrew and miles i am coach we will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in nba dfs this has been a hoop ball presentation